0: You know, and it was at that point, like we talked about earlier in the show, about, uh, uh, you know, you're at a crossroads. you got to make a decision. Do you want to keep it hobby-based or do you want to try to take it to the next level? Exactly. Like, yeah. we, we absolutely did not anticipate this level of support. and uh, But we have a very, very strong, loyal community of veterans, uh, Viking enthusiasts, meat enthusiasts, and and then they come in here, they're
1: family, and they know it. So and that's all I was going to say is, like, we never anticipated that much support. And with that, like one of the things like as it was growing, we're like man we gotta we gotta do something with it, you know, not just okay, yeah. we'll make and sell mead, okay, sure, so quarterly, what we do being veterans and we have other veteran organizations that we partner with, and a lot of them, I know I you know I could speak for these two, they're all like you know like minded they want to help and give back to the veteran community right so we we save up quarterly, we have our Mead club where People will pay, they pay the $25 a month. And with that includes one bottle a month. They have first dibs like on our special release bottles, like such as that, the mango habanero. I'm not gonna pronounce it cause I want you guys to try to pronounce it first. <laughs> and uh, the money, a portion of that, you know, we are able to write checks to nonprofit organizations. I feel the need,
2: the need, first. Mead. Thank you for checking in to this edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. Before we get started, I wanted to remind you all one more time to check out truenutrition.com for all of your nutrition and supplement needs, including protein powders, whole food vitamins, and the list goes on. When you get finished shopping, you go to check out. be sure to use the code CEPN for a 5% discount on your total order. Also, you can do us a huge favor by subscribing to the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast, wherever you stream your podcast, including YouTube for video content and TikTok for clips. Yeah, that's right. So that you can keep the variety coming straight to your ear holes with the automaticity. Now for this episode, Colt and I go on location to Four Brothers Mead to sit with two of the four brothers, Dan and Joe, to discuss all things mead. Four Brothers Mead is located at 124 East Main Street in Festus, Missouri, where you will enter into the most fantastic environment to drink mead this side of Valhalla. If you are unable to visit the location in Festus, Missouri, then you can still order the best mead in all of Midgard on their website at fourbrothersmead.com. That's F-O-U-R, brothersmead.com. They ship to most of the states and internationally as well. Follow Four Brothers on the socials, visit their location, or order online. You shan't be disappointed, I promise. To say we had a fantastic time with these guys is an understatement. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to keep those big, beautiful brains of yours warm again. Hey everybody, welcome back to yet another riveting edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. I am James and with me as always is my good friend Colton. Yes sir. And with us here today at Four Brothers Mead, we have Dan and Joe. Hey. How are you guys doing today? Good, thanks, hey, for, thanks for coming out. Yeah, Absolutely. Thanks yeah, for thank having you. us in this fantastic room. As I mentioned before, by the way, this is take two. I feel awkward <laughs> if I don't say. <laughs> that. I just feel like I'm faking everything. Yeah, yeah. When well, life is getting right out yeah, the table. Life is
3: a lie if I don't get that out. <laughs> the table. Was, so this is I, I was <laughs> fighting inside of my head: should I say anything, or should I mean it's only been a minute and a half, but we're rolling good, right? So should I say anything? It was a yeah. good ninety seconds.
2: You know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was anyway, gold. You know, Some, sometimes you lose it though, but yeah. that's okay. We're very happy to be here. Appreciate you guys for having us. We're gonna take two once again, but. I already know that you guys know where the term honeymoon first originated, but let's hear that again because I never did get to hear your answer. So, what do you got? Where yeah. did honeymoon originate? Absolutely, man. So when
0: you talk about you know old world society and traditions and whatnot, um, so the term honeymoon came from uh, you know a, a derivative of this story. So when uh, cu- uh when a uh, two people get married, mm-hmm. you know they uh, the tradition was to give the uh, the Mr. and Mrs. basically uh, enough mead to last a full lunar cycle. Okay. You know, so essentially, you know, a uh, b- the honeymoon is where it came from, you know, the honey and the moon. And um, and basically it would be the goal of that time was, you know, not, a, you know, you talk about, you know, consummating marriages and, and the bonding and the, you know, the, the sweetness of, of everything that goes around that. But that that's where... That's for the term honeymoon.
1: I Is that what you believe- got, Joe? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say the exact same thing. I believe it was the groom's family would give the mead. Yeah. And it was supposed to help with, yeah, consummating the marriage and, you know, bearing children. So it was supposed yeah. to be some sort of aphrodisiac and, right. you know, assist with, you know... Making babies.
3: Procreation, That's right, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's why you created this, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's the sole number one reason. <laughs> make more babies. That's our In mission yeah. statement.
2: <laughs> <laughs> make more babies. It's on the business card. Flip yeah. Yeah. the cards over, it's there. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I figured you guys would know that because you are meaties, meaters? Meatheads. What, what are you? Me- meatheads? Meathead. I, like, I, that. That. I like that <laughs> a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. you know, and we need that on some kind of... Uh, we need to get a T-shirt
1: sure. Or like, like, a, a, like a got mead or like mead a, like a
0: or, mead head. Like a mead kind of thing. You know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: absolutely. <laughs> so let's jump into this show proper. You guys uh, have a fantastic place here, like I mentioned. A lot of bones. You have a throne. I mean, a lot of wood. What, what more could you want? But how did this all get started? Where, where did this all originate right here for Four Brothers Mead? Man, this started, I'd
1: say, I'd say about four, four and a half years ago. I found a bottle of mead. When my wife and I were, were out and about, I don't remember where I got it from. I forget the name of it. It's a great start of a story, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we brought it. It was, I believe it was a birthday party for Chris. I think it was something to do with Chris. And so the four of us were there. We were trying it. It was awesome. It, it was a taste that me personally, I can't speak for the other three, that I, I've never had before. Because I always hear, oh, I'm going to drink some mead. I was like, I've never had mead. What the heck is that, you know? Right. I tried it, and it was amazing. And I tell people this, and I always get some weird looks. But uh, it was real, it had like a real earthy flavor. And the only way I can describe the flavor is kind of like the smell of like a petting zoo. As weird as that sounds. But you know what I mean? Like the smell of hay and, uh-huh. and just <laughs> dirt. It, it was, I don't know. It was amazing. So we went around to several different stores in the area where we all live and uh we couldn't we were buying up meat. We couldn't find any any producer that made something like we had tasted. And uh I don't know who had the the bright idea to just start making our own. I don't know if it was you. Uh but we started messing around making our own, uh going through different types of of honey, different types of yeast and eventually we found a flavor that we like and we were just making it for family events so it's something that can we can make let it sit let it age and then maybe like a holiday or something we we break it out and we celebrate you know Uh, we were having our spouses try it our friends try it and and then like they would take a bottle home that we we would give them and they're like hey uh I had some friends of mine try this and they want to buy some. It's like, well, we can't do that. Uh, (laughs) It's it's (laughs) illegal. You know, it's illegal. (laughs) We don't want to go to jail. Uh, And after months of that, we were like, you know what? Maybe there's something in this. Maybe we should try this out. And uh, so it just went from there. And so the last like four years, it was just getting bigger and bigger fast. So until a year ago when, we were able to move into this place. We actually opened March of 2020. Right. The week wow. everything was supposed to close mm-hmm. down. Of okay. course, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Our countertops weren't even done, and uh, I know Dan and I were standing here in the tasting room, and we were reading that everything's going to be closed, and we we're like, well, perfect time to open. Let's do <laughs> let's do <laughs> a curbside pickup, or you know, or, or online ordering and pickup only. So, mm-hmm. okay. and that's where it's been since then.
3: Well, now you guys wow. said you guys. All four of you have full time jobs. This isn't your main gig, right? Correct. So it wasn't that big of a deal, right? I guess to open up, knowing that you guys still have like this isn't your main gig, and you could go under fast, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that the 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 livelihood of you know feeding my family and stuff is not gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. We all have a, we all have other full time jobs, and like Joe said, this started off as you know, just something fun and a hobby, something we wanted to do to kind of recreate uh, an old world tradition. And, and then eventually we had to make a decision on, Hey, do we keep this a hobby or do we take it to the next level? But yeah, you're right. It was, it. it but it's definitely like Joe said, has, has grown exponentially to mm-hmm. where this is a second full-time
1: job for sure. And, nice. and every step of it is absolutely terrifying because yeah. it's, <laughs> it's like, do we, does someone have to quit their job? H- how do we do this? Well, if I, I can, if I quit my job, I got to sell my house. I got to, I got to live under a okay, bridge. A I gotta, I'm going to have to move house. into your basement. Like, I don't know. So it's,
3: it's busy. Like I, I get off work. <laughs> it's a big leap. On Fridays crazy. and I come straight here.
1: I go yeah. home, change. I come straight here. Wow. Oh.
3: Does it, does it seem pretty rare to me, I guess, but I'm not like engulfed in it. It does it seem pretty rare to, for people to get into making mead right now, like, I don't know why but that seems like craft beer. Like that's been a sensation over the past quite a few years. Like people are really getting into home brewing and things like right. that. You just don't, I don't feel like you hear that much about me doing that.
1: And you, you don't, I feel like we don't, there are a few regulars that we have here that are They're you know, they're kind of getting into it and they, you know, cause it's sounds fun. It's mm-hmm. fun yeah. to do, you know, it takes patience, takes time. And it's just something that they could kind of relax with and do it on their own. And yeah, Really, when you look at the history of it, you know the uh,
0: mead is the first mead is the first alcohol that humans have been producing that have first produced. In fact, it occurs naturally in the wild, pre you know without any human interaction. Um, However, that said, you know over the course of history, and I'm kind of a history nerd, I guess you'd say, but uh, you know there was a point in agriculture where. You know, we start developing those vineyards and, and uh, you know, uh, wheat fields and, and uh, you know, more of the traditional beer and ale and wine uh, ingredients in, in agriculture. Probably about the 17, 1800s is when mead really started to slide out of popularity. And then really it's kind of remained always there, but just not at the forefront for the last couple hundred years and now um you know you're starting to see a a little bit of a resurgence Mm -hmm. and um so basically what you're looking at then is um, you have a bunch of these old world recipes and ideas and a whole generation of people who have heard of mead in videos and and shows and whatnot but it's 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 not like on, like on every shelf like you said or or a microbrew on every corner kind of thing so uh you know one of the things that we wanted to accomplish and again in bringing back our ancestry and old world traditions is to kind of revitalize that in our own way um but yeah i mean why mead it's um again it it bases off of our ancestry and the tradition and what we wanted to do and it's uh you know really kind of bring it back in a way that would have to make it in a method that would have been very similar to how our ancestors would have made it a thousand
2: years ago. Nice. And I think it seems a little trendy to me too. Not, not in a bad way. It's like in a good way. It's, it's a little lower key. Yeah, mm-hmm. Than a lot of other alcohols. And so people might say, hey, have you tried this new IPA or tried this, this right. wine? Yeah, but have you tried mead? Right. <laughs> have you tried this mead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those, probably not. No, a lot of yeah. people haven't. So a lot like of people don't know about it. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's a little bit uh, novel, I guess, is a word nowadays, at least right. you, you talk about your ancestry. You're talking about you in particular. Your ancestry is what? Viking? Is that what we're working with here?
0: Yeah. So my, our, you know, Joe and I are brothers and um, our ancestry and I've done a lot of genealogy and and DNA tests, all that kind of stuff. I I nerd out on that. But um, our ancestry is very much, and when I say very much, I mean like 99.9%, the Northern Germanic territories. um, uh, So you're talking uh, all of, Northern Europe between Germany, France. You're talking Scandinavian. You're talking uh, what is now the the you know the UK, the British Isles, Britannia back in the day. So mm-hmm. uh, everything around the North Sea and in, in, in that area. You know, it's not like the word Viking isn't necessarily a one specific point on the map. Sure. It's, it's yeah. more of a people gotcha. and yeah. you know, and a culture in an in a in an area. So and. Our ancestry stems from
2: that area. So. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I've traced mine a little bit, probably not nearly as in-depth as you. <laughs> it sounds like it's what you do. It's like you dig deep into whatever he's doing.
1: Yeah, he's definitely spent a, a long time spent, yeah. doing this. Uh, even before we start, we were getting involved with mead making. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. which is fun. But I, I trace almost all of my last names. That's, that's as far as I've gone. No DNA tests or anything like that. Most of the last names on mom and dad's side all come back to around the, the UK, you know, Britannia uh, area. Yeah. So can I be grafted into mm-hmm. this, this uh, lineage, too? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Makes me feel <laughs> a lot more at home. <laughs> Before yeah. we move on, though, let's, let's, as we go, let's go ahead and, and sample some of these cults so we don't lose time. This first one, uh, I don't want to butcher the name. So why don't you tell me what the, the name of this number one in this flight here that we have, of uh, Meads? You're available at yeah. We
1: yeah. We poured a poured a flight for you guys to try out while we're doing this, and we hope hope you enjoy it. Dan can pronounce the names better than me, but okay. it's uh, Odin's Harafen okay. is our okay. our first one. That's just our traditional mm-hmm. flavor, okay. and it is the the base for all of our flavors. Gotcha. So when we make it, everything is that number one. Odin's Harafen. Okay. And okay. later on, we just flavor it with you know all, all natural flavoring. So you'll as we. Make our way through. You might be like, "Oh, well, that's a real subtle taste." Mm-hmm. For example, we have a, a strawberry. People are like, "Oh, I don't." It's not really strong on strawberry. Like other people are like, "Oh, it's great." But it's if you ever you know dropped a, a strawberry in a, a glass of water, and you know what I mean? Right.
2: It's you know you, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. But yeah, let's try number one. Okay. Now I, I noticed now it's actually spelled out phonetically there, so I could have at least tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's all right.
0: <laughs> you know, it's all right. Yeah, while you're while you're drinking that, you know sure. all of all of the names of our meads come from a wow, um, come from a Norse mythology background and it stems from like an old Icelandic language, which is the closely the the closestly related to what would be
2: considered the Old Norse spoken language, even though that is lost to our history. But, okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So Odin was a, a god? Is that right, or was he just a, a warrior or something along those lines?
0: Yeah, so Odin in Norse mythology was the All Father. He, he was the he, god. He, he, the, yeah, the, so there are, there are several gods, but you know he was one of the uh, uh, one of the uh, seer, one of the gods in in Asgard, uh, and he was the the father, so to speak, of of all the. You know the All Father of the gods and whatnot, but yeah. I, without diving into, a whole I don't want to make this podcast a Norse mythology <laughs> lecture. But uh, you know, to, to get right to it, And Harafin uh, is an uh, old Norse for raven. So Odin had Odin's raven. Oh, Odin's I was raven. about. We're this. back
3: to Anchorman. I, know, I was yeah. about to
2: say. It. <laughs> that was, was that on purpose? Is, that, is this an Anchorman <laughs> reference? I can't say it is,
1: okay.
0: but
2: I'm not going to say it's not. <laughs> Well, That's if, awesome. If not, it worked out perfectly. <laughs> yeah. If it is, it's perfect anyway. It's just fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. It's good. What do you think about that? Cole? So wait,
3: you said you've had mead before? I like a mead before, but you never had four brothers, right? That's correct. What did you think of the first one?
2: The first one? I like it. Yeah. I like it. It has... Now correct me if if your palate is different, anybody. Um, it has a, a wine feel to it. Is that correct? Yes. Is this more wine than beer? Right. So...
0: Mead is technically considered a wine because of the process in which the conversion to alcohol takes place. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is what, by the way, just with, in a nutshell. Yeah, no, no, it's it's fermentation. Okay. So much as like. To brewing. Right, as opposed to brewing or distilling, or you know, it's it's fermentation, right. which is why it's considered a wine. The process which the sugars are converted to the alcohol.
2: Gotcha. Uh, okay. Instead of
0: grapes, like wine, we use honey, but it's a very similar chemical reaction. Okay. What about Good.
3: time frame? Does it take about the same amount of time to do a mead mm-hmm. as a wine or is it different? It, there are some variations because we are using
0: honey versus grapes, but much like a wine, the longer you let it age, the better. You know, okay. Beer you could turn around relatively quickly. Uh, you know, Our meads take on average about six months to to go Ooh. from day one to bottle ready. Now there is some variation in that depending on the season, harvest of the honey and other factors, but it's definitely about Four five six months, about six months probably. So you have okay. to be patient. Oh yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Uh-huh. We have batches going right now that um, you know that we've identified as you know, spring releases of next year and now we're looking at October here. So it's uh,
3: you, you we plan ahead. Yeah, yeah right. Absolutely. Ahead. Absolutely.
0: You just yeah. wait.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> that's the <laughs> yeah. hardest part. That's of the yeah, incident. that's yeah.
2: why I like places like this because I'm not good at waiting, so I can
3: just come here. <laughs> yeah, get that's right. You know, um,
2: yeah, yeah. Do just don't thing. tell
3: me what you have coming because then I'm going to be worried about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it's good. I, I, I appreciate that first one, and that's your base, right? That's basically what you base everything else off of before you add any additives. Any what's correct? Do we have a name for that? What are the additives? Just yeah. an
1: all-natural yeah. fruit flavoring okay. is what we use. And okay. you
0: touched on a good point too. The the one. One of the things that makes our brand so unique, as opposed to other meads you may have had in the past, is that whole additives statement. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted to make a traditional mead that was uh, something that very close to what our ancestors would have made a thousand years ago. So the way we make it is very old world, very old school way of making it. We don't put additives in at all, actually. Uh, A lot of in mead making, especially in wine making and mead making, you'll find uh, you know added sulfites, you'll find uh, um, different additives that will either stop fermentation or restart fermentation or clarify to make it look pretty or this or that, preservatives, artificial flavor. There, there's none of that. Nice. So, that number one that you tried, there are three things in there, and that is it wow. water, honey and then the yeast, yeast the yeast to ferment wow and that is it
2: i totally dig that that I mean, that is a, a natural like if you're going to drink you want it as natural as possible right if you're trying to stay healthy it's that's
0: it's fantastic. very simple super simple and, 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 and
2: as we move on to number 2 um, a seer or a moon
0: that's moon, right go ahead yeah.
2: and uh, Phonetically, I, 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 knew, it, I knew that. I knew. I was
3: gonna say he didn't. He didn't
2: know. He's a learned <laughs> man, right there. I should have never said anything about the phonetics on here and act like I was just really catching uh, yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Got that Viking vibe. <laughs> but at any rate, um, tell us about a seer moon. What, what are we working with here? Yeah, so
0: a seer moon is basically the uh, traditional again as the base with the peels of, of an orange. Nice. Orange peel. So Ooh. we're not squeezing the oranges. There's no. There's no uh-huh. orange. Juice, I guess you would say, all it is, is it's orange peels. Mm. So it's going to be more zest, more bitter. It's not going to be, like, don't think of an orange juice or some kind of orange punch. It's more of the zest and and the rind and Mm -hmm. the the bitter. So it's definitely more bitter-like. And we find that a lot of people that tend to like uh, more of like a heavier wheat beer or like a blue moon. I don't want to Mm -hmm. specifically say blue moon, but you know what I mean? Something Uh like that would be... we find that more people are drawn to that flavor.
2: Um, yeah, you know, with that regard, yeah. Blue Moon is actually a good reference. I was thinking IPAs. A lot of IPAs are mixed with a lot of your citrus fruits, mm-hmm. orange, in specific for a lot of them. So yeah. right. the Blue Moons are a fantastic reference too because it's a little it's a little lighter on the tongue, on the palate, mm-hmm. yeah. than yep. what a what a uh, an IPA would be. Right, very smooth. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
0: And um, so if you notice that that one is a little clearer in the glass too, and it's again not because we put any. Chemical adjuncts to, to filter it chemically. We didn't put it through any different filtration process to make them look pretty or anything like that. It's it's the heavier elements, you know, and that zest and the rind tend to pull the uh, the pectins with the honey and all the other heavier elements in the honey down with it. So it's more of a natural Filtration with with that particular
1: recipe.
2: Very good. Dan.
1: You Very see good. why I I brought Dan along to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <Smart> move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I would be like, taste this orange. All right, good.
2: <laughs> you know, like orange, let's go our
1: to our the blackberry. We yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the you look at the color of it, which is kind of what I was getting to earlier. Mm-hmm. You think of orange, you're going to be like, oh, why is it not like a doesn't look like a high C or a Tang or you know, because right. we don't put any artificial stuff in it to make it look like that. It's right. gonna. Yeah. You know, whatever it's going to look like, it looks like. So.
2: I, I never quite got that a little off the subject, but not really, um, because I never got why in the marketplace, like a high C, for instance, not, mm. not picking on high C. Right. But but something like that, they color it to be orange mm-hmm. instead of just leaving it alone. Just appeals to the eye. Yeah, it's just <laughs> that's, like, that's all it is just to draw you in. So I, I am more, especially nowadays, and maybe that's just because I, I don't know, I'm just older and, and wiser. We'll just say that. Um, but I'm more interested in the natural you know non additives, you know yeah. no preservatives, things like that right That's what appeals to me now because yeah. if, if you look at the back of just about anything, you see all the crap that's in there. I'm like, what is that? you know where do we how do we get to here right yeah. and right. so it, mostly I guess because it preserves it for the most part, so it doesn't rot on the shelf, correct right. yeah right. but also like you said for um, eye candy to build mm-hmm. on the eye so it sticks out oh high c that's orange it reminds you of orange juice which is healthy right so therefore high c is healthy right yeah i mean this crazy is, and i don't know can the camera see the colors of that
1: flight uh, over there kind
3: of yeah i mean
1: but like so you, i mean looking at it from what we could see and what you know it's the only one that really is a different color <clears throat> is the number three number three here the iron sides rain that's because true. it's blackberry and it well it Change the color close, you know, because of the blackberry, the yeah. all natural blackberry we put in there. So, huh.
2: so that one really reminds me of like a, a grape wine, right? And that like is, a, uh, this is the
1: most tasting like a wine, at least mm-hmm. to me. Sure. Uh, you know, and it, like you said, your palate, everyone's palate's different, but to me, it's the most tasting like wine. And uh, I think because of that, it's actually our our biggest seller because mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So like all fair, we talked about a little bit about them being chilled. Like some people prefer some chilled over not being chilled. Some of them I mean, are some of them like meant to be chilled to drink or warm to drink? Or does it matter or I know when we created
1: this, it
3: was it's
1: just to serve it in its most traditional form. So room okay. temperature. Mm-hmm. You okay. try to think back in the day they didn't really have much refrigeration. They maybe you just put it in like a, a hole in the ground and keep it colder. Sure. Or in yeah. the winter obviously it's gonna be colder. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So whatever the temperature is, that's what it's going to be you know right so in the summer months yeah they would like i said put it in the ground or cover it with something
3: mm-hmm. right but uh
1: yeah the but however the blackberry is really great chill the number four is awesome warm just as well as room temperature in mm-hmm. fact like for this time type, type of weather you know the fall weather you put that in a crock pot it's really? like a oh yeah so you mean
2: warm not just
0: warm.
1: Yeah, like yeah, that, exactly. That's like that's a, a neat
0: warm room temperature, something. but like actually heat. And there's a heated up element to it. Yeah. Wow. Heat, okay. you know. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Very
1: interesting. Yeah. Like I wouldn't try it in the microwave. I don't know how that would taste, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I would maybe put it on the stove in a in a pot and try it that way. Like we had sure. a wedding reception here that Dan and I were were, were working and uh, they put three bottles of it in a crock pot and it was fantastic. Nice. It was all it just brought out a totally different flavor, like all the spices from it. It's which amazing. flavor?
3: Which flavor are we talking about? That would the, be that with. It's going to be number
1: the four. number. Uh, the strawberry.
3: Okay. No, no, no number no, four. Number five. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, five, five. Oh, okay. Now, that makes sense when you look at the yeah. ingredients that are in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Sounds
2: kind of desserty. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I don't mean to jump ahead. Yeah, let's do the. Yeah, number three. Let's do the three. Okay. Sides rain. Now there was no phonetics there so I read that all on my own.
3: <laughs> and you anyway. said it wrong it's iron cades. Oh no, no, uh, yeah. Okay. Regular yeah, yeah. pronounced C-Days. Right. <laughs> so yeah.
2: color there. See you that? Kind of yeah. See that. More of a wine, a, a grape wine looking mm-hmm. type of consistency or or just color. Right. Yeah. So that one there again
0: is the honey water fermented and then we literally just added blackberries and that's wow. also awesome. Uh, which gives it that rich color and then also gives it that um uh, that blackberry element to it of course mm-hmm. obviously yeah know, but
2: yeah very smooth that's
0: fantastic. Again, very good mm-hmm. thank you thank you you know when you talk about uh things looking pretty you know and how did we go on the from natural to the back of the label and having all this junk all over it you know but wanted to bring up a point too for, you know, those listening to this at a future date. If you see our product on a shelf and you see sediment at the bottom of it, sometimes that happens in all natural things that aren't chemically filtered out. Right. You know? So because our recipes are so uh, traditional, you will get some of that uh, settling at the bottom. Again, that's, that's the flavor. That's what I consider the good stuff. You, you mix that up and, and it, that's what gives it the body Flavor, mm-hmm. you know the whole package to mm-hmm.
1: it, and, and that actually does happen in other wines and certain beers. Like, but those beers and wines might just be dark bottles, yeah, so you can't see bottles. it. Yeah. Where ours are a frosted glass to kind of show yeah, what's right. inside it. You know, like we're not mm-hmm. trying to hide anything. It's just, you know, Dan's That's right great. that sediment. Yeah, to show you what we got, right? Yeah, and yeah. if you <laughs> see, like for example, our coffee one probably does it the worst, where there the sediments, it's. It's not on the flight of six. Okay, I was looking. I could get, get you. Coffee? I'd say oh, this guy right yeah. here might I'm,
3: just drink a whole bottle in front of I'm you. I'm with you. It's...
1: That was I. Man, yeah, co- love coffee. Love coffee stouts. Coffee, really anything. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, did you so, see this? Uh, they
3: have a mango habanero mead. Mm. Did you see this? Good luck uh, pronouncing that name. But still, okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> just overall on the um, the
2: healthiness of mead. Have you looked into that a lot? Have you researched? like whether or not meat is actually considered healthy, because I did a little bit of research myself,
0: Sure, and it
2: has a a mythical uh, storyline to it, you know, that followed it about being like the the nectar of the gods, Mm -hmm. you know, good for the body, healthy for the soul. Someone was sick, someone was having a baby, things like that. I don't know about having a baby, but maybe afterwards. I hate to think that they were having, you know, babies while they were drunk, but... Um, yeah. all that stuff they were they usually during it, the process of birth exactly yeah, right. yeah. maybe maybe uh-huh. they
3: epidurals
2: dan dan you can feel free to correct me whatsoever. sometimes i just go and i lose i black out that's great that's what makes the best shows here you know that you just keep it going and anyway the 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 point was is actually is meat actually healthier than other alcohols what's you have an opinion on that or any, uh, um, research yeah anything
1: I, in moderation just jump in real quick you know
2: yeah true
0: Exactly. I, I mean I so while our mead could be considered healthier than other alcohols because of the natural way that we do it and the mm-hmm. lack of other chemicals in there. Yeah. Um I we we are still not allowed to say per the governing bodies that it is a healthy remedy.
2: Right. You know, because it does have alcohol at sixteen percent. So sure. um So it comes with the same warning: Don't drive. Exactly. Not when you're pregnant. No heavy machinery. Mm -hmm. Be careful on the stairs.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. That said, we use local honey, uh, which, as you know, is local honey is good for uh, seasonal allergies and whatnot. Now, of course, during that process, there's a 16% level alcohol, which then, you know, can destroy a lot of those elements. Sure. However, you know, the honey we use is straight from the hive. And when I mean straight from the hive, I mean literally, you know, Right into a 55 gallon drum from, you know, from the, from the combs themselves and they get sent to us. So we get chunks of honeycomb and other things, you know, and so during that, during the the process in which we create the mead, we don't, we don't pasteurize the honey. We don't do do anything to alter the natural state of the honey other than just kind of naturally filter and drain out some of those larger chunks, Mm -hmm. you know, um. So and then the rest of it gets naturally settles to the bottom as heavier elements later in the fermentation process, but I mean it's health factors. You know, while legally I can't say it's healthy. Sure, it's. I mean, I would say it is certainly healthier than other forms of, of, of
2: alcohol, especially sure. anything that has the additives and things like that. Right? Just 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 from that standpoint. Aside from whether or not generally mead is a healthier product because of the the benefits of honey, which may or may not have been. Kind of cooked out of it, yeah. Um, But also something else I came across was the potential for probiotics in because of the fermentation process. You know anything about that?
0: Um, I can't say I do. I haven't had one of the things I've been meaning to do is is get our product, you know, officially analyzed and Mm -hmm. and, you know so I can get the exact contents of some of those things that you're talking about. The different contents when you break down what's you know, the, the four main sugar types in honey and and, uh, and some of those other factors you're getting at. But I haven't got the chance to do that yet, so I can't answer that with okay. any, you know,
1: uh, supporting evidence. Okay. Right. And well, I, would, I would say, like, because of the honey and how much sugar is in honey, uh, you know, you can't just be like, chugging bottles be like oh yeah super healthy and i'm not going to have any allergies because there's there's gonna be sugar that's probably the worst thing in it is the sugar yeah, for there's still sugar so Absolutely i mean right. you got to still again got a moderation you Absolutely. know just yeah. like anything as long as right. you take care of yourself and you know, have a glass or two, you're fine.
2: Yeah. You know? I didn't mean to imply that it was like a health drink. This
1: like, <laughs> isn't a, seasonal, a seasonal protein shake, ladies and
0: gentlemen. I, <laughs> I
1: take my bottles to the gym.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's my post-workout.
3: Yeah. Protein shake.
2: Colt, why don't you get us into the next uh, the next?
3: Well, uh, I have series one, series. one question first. So as far as honey goes, a lot of people probably just think honey is honey. You say you get all your honey locally sourced and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Um, What's the difference? Like, it, it, would you be, able, with what you put out, would you be able to tell a big difference if you used honey from somewhere else? Like, how many, are there a lot of different kinds of honey that you could use? Or how, how does that process work?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So, um, quick answer, yes. You can absolutely tell the quality of a mead by, uh, you know, by the knowing the honey that, that was used. Nice. And you could tell right
1: away. It's, so,
0: the little honey bears you see on the grocery stores, uh, th- that's not, Yeah, that's not real honey. Right. So like, look in the back.
1: It says honey and then high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, Uh right. right. So not honey. Yeah. As of
0: today, currently the, you know, the Food and Drug Administration and and, uh, the governing entities over what labels can say and cannot say. As of right now, um, you can have up to 50 percent. I want to say it's 50 percent high fructose corn syrup. Mixed with honey, raw honey, and still label it as pure, 100% pure
3: honey. Isn't that ridiculous? That's wrong. Yeah, it's raw. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Wrong. So yeah.
0: a lot of those all-natural meads or honeys and whatnot you find, they may have a little more natural honey. They they may have some corn syrup in there as well. So in, the fermentable sugars in corn syrup are vastly different, wildly different from a you know, truly traditional or local honey, un, un, you know, uh, alt- altered, you know. Yeah, interesting. Uh,
1: and he's not saying other mead makers do this. He's just saying that there is a possibility. So if you're a mead yeah. maker listening, don't be angry. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, no.
0: The honey the honey market in general, honey on grocery stores, honey in jars, little honey bears, things like that. Um,
1: yeah, next time you go to the store, look at that. Just yeah. stop and take a few minutes in that honey aisle yeah. and it, look at the difference. And you're like hmm, – And they could
0: even amazing. say – Honey, 100% pure honey. And it could still be labeled as 100% just honey with corn syrup in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's kind of tricky right now. But rest assured that Four Brothers Mead uses and will always use local pure honey direct from the source, from the farm, right
1: into our process. And when we went to our honey provider, we, we actually drove out there. And we meet them and we, we see their process. We so tour, we know the facility. And yeah. We I mean, know what they're doing. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That's we awesome. Shout,
3: can we shout out who this is or do you not want to? Uh,
0: I'd rather, we would probably just kind of hold on to
3: that. Okay. No problem. Maybe
2: a trade secret thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, get it, I get it. I get it. No problem.
3: Yeah.
2: But uh, I will tell you, I get my, my honey, uh, locally sourced as well from mm-hmm. Southern Southeast Missouri. And, uh, It's awesome. I mean, sometimes I just take a spoonful and eat it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Antioxidants. It kind of gives me a sugar rush, too, to be Mm. honest with you. But I, I just feel like it's healthy, like it's just good every day in the
1: spring. That's what I do. Is that right? just in case it helps with allergies? I'm
2: Absolutely. There you go. Okay. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe
0: mine are just
2: so bad. I don't know. I, I, I still do it. You
0: know. I mean, who knew that uh, you know bee vomit would just
2: be so delicious yeah. <laughs> and, exactly. and nutritious? Because I was thinking it came out the other side. So yeah. it's actually vomit, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. okay, I'm glad to
3: know that. That makes it a lot better. I had it no no slightly idea. Clearer. This is new news to me. Yeah. I had no idea what yeah. it actually was. Okay, let's move on to number four uh valkyrie's descent mm-hmm. i so, like it so i have had this actually and i really like it i've just smelled it so far and uh-huh. it smells
2: fantastic yeah it really does you can really smell the strawberry mm-hmm. essence coming off of this so how is this made what do you do when you have your base and you add the strawberry we we actually dip in strawberries it, in this that's or, right yeah, yeah
0: no <laughs> so what we do is uh you know much like the others uh, other fruit flavors again that one valkyrie's descent is our mead with strawberry and we start with the base the traditional of the fermented water and honey and then we'll we'll add uh, strawberries to it. and again, there's mm-hmm. I wish there uh, you know I could go on and on about different flavors and Actually, I don't really wish that at all. It's uh, that's what I was going to say. It's just strawberry and uh, that is it. it. So there's, there's no magic formula or anything. It,
3: it, See it actually surprised me because you said that some people look at this like it's not strong enough. Yeah, they're like it's not or it's
1: not red. It's, on
3: the yeah, it's not Yeah, it's not oh. red. But it, like it's not strong enough or something like that, but if you just think about just using strawberries it kind of surprised me that you get this much flavor out right. of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: you know, we have our our methods on how we you know, slice and dice the strawberries to extract more flavor and this and that. But it, it is just strawberry. And again, you're not going to get that red, dark red color like you think in a strawberry punch. There's no dyes or artificial anything. It's, uh, you know, and depending on the, the harvest of the strawberries, it, it's going to change. Okay, So, so some, some batches may be a little bit more potent and others may be a little more subtle.
1: Yeah, and That also goes with the honey that gets put in it, the time of the year that yeah. we get the honey. You know, really? Yeah. Wow.
3: Okay. That's kind of neat. Yeah. So, like un- a, it's unique right. to the season. That's pretty like cool. Like a
1: spring honey might be more flavorful than a fall honey. Yeah. Right. Just because, you know, at the time of year when the plants are growing or, or dying, you know. So yeah. That's
2: yeah. what's up. You almost what, I mean, what? you do have to kind of be a scientist to really do this, right? I mean, you got to <laughs> do some research. A little mad scientistry
3: going uh, on. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because if you do it in the spring, you're not going to taste it until, like, the winter anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very true. Very Absolutely.
2: true. So what about temperatures while – during the fermentation process? Does that have to be pretty well controlled? Pretty.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So depending on the yeast that you use – and other mead makers will recognize this as well – but depending on the yeast you use, there are certain environmental variables that you need to control. Temperature is a big one. So uh, some yeast need a very tight – Temperature and others have a little more flexibility. It all kind of depends on what flavor you want and what, uh, you know, uh, what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want more of a, a sparkling mead or do you want more of a, uh, uh, you know, drier or uh, there, there's 101 different ways to make mead. You're never going to hear me bad mouth any other mead maker i think there's
1: actually 102 102 oh, correct right. i stand corrected got that one 102 <laughs> yeah. so yeah it uh, <laughs> but uh but no
0: i mean yeah there's a bunch of different ways to make it this is how we make it um but yes
2: temperature does play a big big factor okay so i've noticed that so far you don't and maybe never so you can uh school me on this but you never use any hops they make any what's it called braggot? Is that correct? That's correct. For the, yeah. the kind of a, it's more of a beer mixture with uh, with the the mead. Correct. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's something that we want to do. Okay. We haven't we have not gotten uh, the chance to do it yet, okay. but it's on the to do list for sure.
2: You just let me know if I'm like stepping on your toes constantly <laughs> with these questions. <laughs> no, like, that's
0: great, man. These are great questions. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. I can tell you've done homework, man. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: okay, that's good. I'm um,
0: just and, excited
1: for you guys to when you finish number six. I'm going to go out and grab two. Uh, Two samples of the coffee mead.
0: Okay. snap. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, let's that's, down the I mean, that's,
1: that's my favorite. I probably
2: couldn't sit there and drink a whole bottle, but like maybe a glass or two. Yeah. 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 That, that definitely piques my interest. I don't know if you all noticed, though, but I started out, you know, kind of taking my time and it just this one's completely empty. <laughs> so it just, it's, it's a downhill slope. It, <laughs> it is really, really good, though. And it's so smooth that I, I would have to be careful, you know, to make sure that I don't yep. because it is so smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, it oh, goes down yeah. so nicely oh, yeah. that And the ABV, as we go into number five, which is. Uh okay no, I, no, no <laughs> phonetics on this one Dringer's Fortune Dringer's Fortune that's nice. correct okay, yeah so, absolutely um we're going to start sampling Dringer's Fortune which which is a mead with apple cinnamon nutmeg and all spice so this is the one you were talking about that can be correct. heated up and yes. used as kind correct. of like a dessert
0: mead right, right kind of like oh, a yeah. old wine yeah. yeah so what we've done in the past is as you try it here what we've done in the past is uh taken this and placed it in a, uh, a crock pot on mm. low temperature and anyone at home can feel free to do the same thing uh you know, just to get it a little, little warm. You know, kind of like a hot toddy or whatnot. You know. So, you
1: know, like, it's I'm, okay. and I'm assuming this won't be out before Halloween. Obviously, since it's only what two days away. Yeah, well, it that's what this would be perfect for the adults, like on the driveway. Right. You heat up your mead.
2: Absolutely, right. around a bonfire or something. With your yeah, yeah, with your fire on the driveway. Uh-oh. Yes. I mean, can or, we like actually go with like the old style pot and build a fire. Yeah, yeah. Even A cauldron. Or just lot get out
0: me. there on <laughs> a random Tuesday night, you know, in the middle of December. And, and either, either way is fine. Either way is fine.
2: <laughs> yeah. <way is> <laughs> Absolutely. So anything else to note when it comes to the making of this uh, Drinker's Fortune? So Drinker's Fortune
0: is our apple pie mead. Um, and it is, again, the traditional mead with uh, cinnamon, nutmeg allspice for the batch you're trying we used a honey crisp apple mm. uh, so uh you know we wanted to give it that little uh, we wanted that honey crisp element as opposed to like a gala apple or a yeah. granny
2: smith or whatnot sure yeah, yeah. yeah. nice honey crisp does seem like it kind of uh has a natural selection am i right <laughs> with the honeymead? yeah so yeah, yeah. absolutely uh-huh. absolutely And this, I mean, this has a unique smell compared to all the other ones
3: and taste. Like
2: this this is so far, this is way different than anything else we've had so far in your flight.
3: I mean, he mentioned hot toddy. And as soon as I smelled it, that was the first thing like popped in my head. Hot toddy. Yeah, sure. And there's
1: a, I don't want to ruin the flavor for you, but there's a lot. I don't want to say a lot, but there's a handful of people that have come in. (laughs) They get to number five and they're like, "Uh, nope, nope. College ruined me. I, I can't drink any uh, Fireball." <laughs> you know, we're like,
2: "Oh come on, I it's a bad fire Fireball I get experience." It. Yeah, I get it. that wasn't me. So yeah, <laughs> as, long as, it, if, as long as it doesn't taste like straight vodka I'm good. Yeah, so yeah. which yeah. you won't have here. Yeah, we're good then. <laughs> so what do you think of this, Colt? This is definitely very interesting. It, it is. It does have a dessert feel to it. I, I love. Think. I love
3: the idea of warming this up like in a crock pot and adding mm. like some cinnamon. Not that you need it, but. You could oh yeah I would definitely well, try it before thing. adding it because yeah. those we,
1: the spices will come out and they have oh yeah. I mean I gosh. would definitely
0: recommend uh, you know adding a cinnamon stick maybe a cut up an apple throw it in that crock pot with it as well there you go uh, that, I think that'll add an extra pop above and beyond the the fermented final product I was say maybe. I would try it first like this
1: right and then throw yeah it yeah in yeah sure Absolutely. Yeah. work up from there yeah. now but what about someone's like oh I got a green apple here you think that would work because I don't uh, I mean green apples uh, are pretty tart.
0: Yeah, I would try to stick with a Honey Crisp if you can. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. Something I've noticed the Valkyrie's Descent kind of had more of an aftertaste than it, it than it did up front. This one hits you right up front. Oh, when yeah. You, yeah. When, when it hits the, the palate, you know what you're drinking. Mm-hmm. You're drinking the drinkers for. So when it hits
0: yeah. the Yeah, yeah. You, 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 get, you got it for me. Yeah. When it hits your lips, <laughs> it's so good. So
2: good. Uh, a lot of <laughs> so, will, yeah,
0: all the ones you've had, had so far. I love it. Are all fruit a lot more of the fruit uh, fruity meads, and this one is more of a spiced yes. spiced mead. Yeah, absolutely. And every one you've had so far has been more on the drier side for meads. So okay. our meads are more drier compared to most meads you may find on the shelf. Uh, this next one is is going to be different. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, this next one is a is, is considered a sweet mead. So all these ones have been more dry or mm-hmm. semi
3: dry, off dry. Sure as opposed to this final one on the list. Okay. okay, so let me ask you this. So, like, I know I've compared it to craft beer several times, but going back to that again, so, when like, with craft beer, like, if you do a flight, they, a lot of times, they'll recommend doing it in order based off a of palate. Is that kind of what you're doing here, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, does the, that bold, the boldness does and the flavor definitely
1: changes. Okay. And I'm glad you have some of that left. I was going to say clear your palate with yeah. that one
2: mm-hmm. before you try it last thing that's a great point I, it, instinctively i must have known it right i was
0: going for it <laughs> absolutely we
2: yeah finish this yeah. First.
0: yeah that traditional that traditional is a good palate cleanser in
2: between any of the flavors that's good mm. i like that so i'm not even i have phonetics on here i'm, I'm still not gonna try it what's this what's this <laughs> last one called number six uh yeah so number six is
0: pronounced yggdrasil yggdrasil
2: yggdrasil,
0: yggdrasil. which
3: means so
0: in norse mythology as you know, i know that you've heard through the Marvel stories and whatnot. But the Yggdrasil in Norse mythology is the the tree of life or the world tree. The you know you've heard of Asgard, Midgard, mm-hmm. uh, Helheim. Helheim, all the rest of them. you know. Yeah, it
1: the nine realms.
0: All of the nine um, worlds all reside in and around this tree, this tree of life that that is uh, that that, heart, that holds all of the worlds. And that tree is pronounced Yggdrasil. Okay. And it's, so that, that's the story, but that, that's the old Norse tie, the Norse mythology tie to that flavor. Very cool. It is a mead with maple.
3: Which so, also makes sense. Which also makes <laughs> sense. The <So, laughs> sap from, only, from the tree. Right. Of right. So
0: that is the, you're literally drinking, and I can't put this officially on the bottle, but the sap from the tree of life in Norse yeah. mythology. Very nice. Uh, wow. And so this
1: yeah. uh, Yggdrasil sap, we use, as you can see on that, the flight card, we use Summit Maple Farms. Okay. And oh, uh, okay. they're a veteran-owned company. We try to do a lot with other, other cool. veterans. Being awesome. all four of us being veterans ourselves. Nice. Awesome. Uh, nice. The, this guy and gal met in the Army, and I, they're still in. So they have their own maple tree farm, and they're awesome. Very yeah. cool. It's also awesome. Yet
2: another element to make this even
1: better and mm-hmm. better. All are, they or
3: are they local?
1: They're not local. No, okay. Yeah. And okay. our coffee one that I'm about to get you, mm-hmm. also a veteran. Awesome! Oh, yeah, very cool. Yeah, we Summit love that.
0: Maple Farm is out of I want to say Fairfax, maybe Vermont, but they're up in Vermont. They've got trees. They've got their big property they own. They've got trees on their farm that they tap right into. It comes back to their the the boil house, I guess it's called. I'm not sure, but basically where you boil down the sap to produce the actual
2: maple. Got gotcha. you. Okay.
0: That that we
2: you know consume,
0: but, right. uh, but yeah, right
2: from their farm, right to right to here. So before we um, move on, I have to say I came back to the Sierra Moon and it's. It's hitting even better now.
1: I don't know why <laughs> so, don't know that happened. I'm, right? I'm gonna I'm going I'm gonna hit on that. <laughs> yeah. We uh, when people come in and they'll, they'll try the flight. We tell them because we've had some people come in and be like,
2: oh yeah, they just, just shoot like it. We're like, Uh-oh. okay, don't shoot it. Not good. <laughs> and uh,
1: yeah, don't come in and shoot it. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we tell them some advice. We say is take a couple sips of it. You know, maybe half of it move on to the next one because it might take a little bit for your, your palate to start breaking this down, especially yeah. if you're not used to a, a mead. And we still do it too if we're going to sample new flavors. But uh, yeah, you go through it, you come back, and it does. It almost has a, a different
2: taste to it. Yeah. It, it's It's like invigorated almost. I don't yeah. know how that works. I have no <laughs> science or any reference just, point whatsoever, yeah. but I just came back on accident and
0: it's great. Yeah. So what we recommend to all of the, all of our patrons that come in, especially anyone who has never had mead before is try the flight. When you try the flight, save a little bit of each and come back to it because yeah. that very first sip you have is always going to be a shock to the palate. Mm-hmm. Even if you've been drinking mead your whole life, you know, it's the if it's the first sip of mead of the day, it's going to be a palate adjustment. And that's sure. that's testament to the natural way that we make it and the high alcohol percentage. It's not sugar-coated. I'll put it that way as a reference. It's not sugar-coated to accommodate a palate right out the get. So now that you've had a sip or two, and it's not that you're completely hammered or anything and you lost taste, it's just that your palate is now seasoned and you're – That's uh, COVID. You're able to – yeah, <laughs> COVID, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: you
0: know what I mean? So that's, that's what we recommend to people that come in. you know, save a little bit, come back to it, because I promise you it's going to taste different.
2: It is, and you. I will reiterate that. I will you know, reinforce that notion because when I did that, like I said, I had no idea what I was doing, but I just noticed how – how good it hit yeah. that second yeah. time. So yeah. that's a that's a strong recommendation. Follow Dan and Joe's advice on saving a little bit. Probably the most of this one, the first one, get you a sip of it to kind of maybe acclimate the palate mm-hmm. to what you're getting ready to do. Yeah, right? and then a little bit of that one, and then as you go along, you can drink more and more. but Then come back to this. Yeah, I like yep. said also for a palate cleanser uh, whenever you need. Right, number that's right. So yeah, the traditional. Maybe that's even right. maybe even double up on number one and get you get you a glass yeah. of it or whatever you however you sell that, but. Very interesting. So let's try number six, the uh, tree of life, the tree of life sap. That's, that's right. So that's good that.
1: enough. I'm going to go get two uh, samples of of coffee. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, of our so, biarglekraken. Go, it's going to be awesome.
0: Oh, what would you like too, sir? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you give me a little something too? As I, uh, <laughs> shake them, shake <laughs> the change bowl here. Just yeah, so, yeah. hey, I some. I was drinking the traditional. Actually, it's uh, you know one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Very
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're sampling this, Dan, um, I've been wondering this the whole time, but conversation just kind of keeps winding away from this, but I'm, I'm curious. We're actually working with four brothers here, right? So talk about the, the family name, what's going on here. That's right, four man. Four siblings. And yeah. I heard, I heard something about a sister in there too. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So, so. Joe and I are brothers by birth uh-huh. and, um, we have, uh, you know, we have a couple sisters, but one of the sisters married Chris, who's our brother-in-law then. So Chris is one of the brothers as well. So, uh, myself, Joe, Chris, and then Brian is a brother in arms. So he was a combat medic assigned to Joe and Chris's units in Afghanistan and Iraq, and that's where they met. Um, I was in and out of the military before uh, those guys were in, so I'm kind of I'm kind of the old man of the group. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but that's how then Brian, uh, you know, got to know everybody, or we got to know Brian. Either way, but you're so that's those are the four brothers. So I mean, really, when you talk about family. And, uh, you know, the, the warrior mentality, the, the military, the veteran brotherhood. It's, uh, you know, we may not all have been born from the same parents, but, you know, you're as tight as
3: family gets. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know, it's,
2: yeah. Four brothers, you know, you, four brothers all the way, it. for right. sure. Mm-hmm. So, I love as far it. as the process
3: it. goes, is all, are all four of you guys like, four equal parts included yeah. in this, like even the the process of making it and everything, are you guys all in, really involved in everything? Yeah. And so we, um, you know, like we talked about before with full-time jobs
0: and, you know, Brian works in with the hospital, with frontline and all the, you know, the, with our COVID environment, he's very busy at the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe is very busy in his role and, and so is myself and Chris, but um, so we, we try to work around our, full-time day job schedules to accommodate, you know, hey, who can work this time, who can work best at, at each time during our production schedule. So we all try to work into it the best we can. Um, you know, it may not always be, you know, 25% equal across the board, right. but, you know, by heart, we're all in there and uh, we, we all try to put in
2: our, uh, you know, put in our weight when when we can. So, Fantastic. Also, yeah, that's good. So I, I'm drinking this uh, sap from the Tree of Life. How it, different is that from it, all the other ones? It's you, quite different. Right? Yeah. It hits completely mm-hmm. yeah. different. It, but,
3: like the, the feel is thicker when you drink yeah. it. And yeah, it's...
2: It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. It probably is actually the thickest.
3: It is yeah. the thickest because... Probably because of the, the maple.
0: Right. It, mm-hmm. it, it's because of the maple. Um, however, you know, early on, before we were introduced to Summit Maple Farm, we... A, I guess I would say a less pure form of maple, mm-hmm. uh, more of a store-bought maple. And this was before we had this whole, uh, the, the metery up and running here and all this, when we were doing little one-gallon test batches. And we, we've tried other maples before, and you can really tell the difference. Much like the differences in honey, there's a big difference in maple itself. Mm. Really? Yeah. yeah, and that's crazy. I feel
1: like the old maple we used was way was thicker. thicker. Way thicker. In this, it. But had less taste. Less taste. This tasted. was... Thinner, but has way more taste. Right. That's because wow. it's, it's
0: amazing. It's real maple, yeah, straight from the trees in Vermont, straight to us. The other stuff is store bought, so you're going to have some of the unnatural additives in there. Sure. And again, we were testing recipes, testing theories, ideas, um, but yeah, when you move from like a artificial maple to you know the legit stuff, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a, real maple is a lot thinner and lighter, but it has more of a powerful
1: taste of it. right mm-hmm. we can't speak enough of, of of these two some maple farms they're great yeah. we're super lucky and, and blessed to have met them you
0: yeah know, especially it's, being it's other easy.
1: veterans you know they've yeah. Yeah. if any of your
0: listeners out there like maple syrup at all definitely it's worth a visit to summit maple farms website it, i mean it's the best maple i have ever had mm-hmm. wow.
2: and, and i like maple so <laughs> so before we move on do you all ship is that is that a thing can you ship me to yes. other parts of the country Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good, because we have listeners that are spread out across. You awesome. Know, we, we definitely like to branch out to a more national audience. Yeah. And
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. I would say if your your listeners when they when this comes out, though, they might go to our website, and they'll see the price of shipping, which you know kind of sucks. Sure. Uh, we're continually looking for other shipping options. When they go on our website, they'll see that it's through Vino Shipper. Okay. If if they're going to try it out you know, we suggest buying two bottles, maybe three, because you're paying the same shipping price Absolutely. as one. Yeah. As to, you know what I mean? All the first right, bottle is yeah, based on the waste, yeah, right? it, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it, it sounds like, oh, you're trying to make a sale. No, I mean, yeah, sure, but no, <laughs> right. I, we're trying to save money and like this is the best yeah. we could do. And so
0: what it is is this, UPS is our, is our shipper. So you'll receive a package from UPS when you order from us online. And uh, as opposed to shipping a bottle of water, if you're shipping a bottle of alcohol, you've got a hazardous duty tax that UPS adds on because it's alcohol. You've got an adult signature tax that gets mm-hmm. added on, which is probably seven or eight bucks alone just shipping. to have a signature. Well, and then you've got right. uh, and then you've got the weight, of course, associated with the three-pound bottle with liquid and all that. So it's, there, there are some costs associated, but like Joe said, you know, the first bottle is 95 percent of the cost. The second one only adds a couple bucks. So, um, but to answer your question, yes, we do ship. Currently, we ship to 41 different states nice. throughout nice. the country. Think, we're, yeah, lo- we're working on – we're very close to an additional one or two, maybe even three states. But we're – there are some states that just don't allow Which I believe that map is on the
1: on our website. Right. I believe yeah. it is so, like where we ship to. I believe okay. it's a tab right. in the upper left-hand corner. Just little hash mark. Go ahead right. and
0: plug but, that
3: website if you don't care.
0: Yeah, Do so it's fourbrothersmead.com. Okay. And then uh, we have a where we distribute tab. Which lists all the stores in the state of Missouri that we distribute to through PowerPlay Beverage, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, when you go to the shop button, it'll take you to our Vino Shipper page, which is our basically our online the processor, the checkout page, basically mm-hmm. you know sure the checkout uh-huh. yeah. So you'll select your bottles there, Adam, and, and uh, you'll be able to
2: have it shipped to coast to coast. That's and,
0: fantastic. And additionally, actually, we ship internationally so we have international agreements with dhl so we've shipped to uh, sweden germany um, australia currently shipping to taiwan now so we're
1: we are um, all over the map for sure that's awesome how how does that we've seen that come
3: in you're like yeah i'd say how does that feel like when you first started this a little over a year ago like what would you, did you think you'd be shipping <laughs> no, to Taiwan? No, not when you make, no. we would make, jo-
1: uh, we didn't make it this way, but we, we make jokes like, oh yeah, we're just making it in a, in a old toilet, you know, in a, a bathtub, <laughs> in a, bathtub and a, <laughs> bathtub, and a <laughs> bathtub and a ladle, you know,
0: out, out in the, yeah." but we actually, you know,
1: we, we started, it started in Dan's basement. We built a room in his basement for this, you know, ran plumbing to it and everything. So that was our joke. Like, oh yeah. just making out of, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, making it in a bathtub. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Really, at that point, it was a homebrew, you know, uh, operation, and you're you're doing your test batches, test runs, figuring out your ingredients and recipes. So, um, you know, and it was at that point, like we talked about earlier in the show, about uh, uh, you know, you're at a crossroads. You got to make a decision: do you want to keep it hobby based, or do you want to try to take it to the next level? Exactly. We we absolutely did not anticipate this level of support, and uh, but we have a very very strong loyal community of veterans, uh, Viking enthusiasts, meat enthusiasts, and, and then they come in here, Their family, and they know
1: it. So and that's what I was going to say is like, we never anticipated that much support. And with that, like one of the things, like as it was growing, we're like, man, we got to, we got to do something with it, you know, not just, okay, yeah. make and sell meat. Okay, sure. So quarterly, what we do, being veterans, and we have other veteran organizations that we partner with. And a lot of them, I know I, you know, I can speak for these two. They're all like, you know, like-minded. They want to help and give back to the veteran community. Right. So we, we save up quarterly. We have our Mead Club where people will pay, they pay the $25 a month. And with that includes one bottle a month. They have first dibs like on our special release bottles, like such as that, the mango habanero. I'm not going to pronounce it because I want you guys to try to pronounce <laughs> it first. And uh, the money, a portion of that you know, we are able to write checks to nonprofit organizations. Like we just wrote one to the DAV. We've given been able to give money to local Festus fire and police departments. Me have, you know, having been a police officer, that was, that's huge for me, Yeah. you know, uh, DAV because, you know, one of the brothers, Brian, you know, his, they helped him out with, you know, with the claim and just things that matter to us. Right. That help other veterans and you know, local communities. So
2: absolutely. Yeah. So you don't have just a business. You have a mission behind it. And that is and it. like a, yeah. a clear cut. Like we purpose. want. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're happy that it's growing
1: like mm-hmm. it is because it lets us give back and help out other veterans. mean you hear all these stories about all this stuff going on. just the other day, a buddy of mine, I went to the police academy with, uh, one of his, uh, real good buddies. Uh, you know, he, uh, he just killed himself. So it's it's tough. And it it's not his first friend that did it. Right. You know, we're talking about veterans. Yeah. Military veterans. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about uh my buddy being a seasoned combat vet and all of his his friends doing stuff and yeah. And I know that, you know, he's not the only one that goes through this. It's all over the country. Absolutely. It's terrible. And I'm sure it's not even just our country. We know it's everywhere. It's just
2: but with the military, the suicide rate is, is phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's a it's a real issue that needs as much mm-hmm. attention to it as possible, so that we can try to avoid it. So mm-hmm. that we can do whatever we can to, to mitigate that. And
1: for us, like
2: it might currently, it's it's monetary,
1: but we're, at least we're able to help out and give some stuff. I know uh, this guy; he came in uh, two weeks ago, and he's like, "I'm just happy you guys are here. There's nothing around here like this. Uh, you know, I have tough days, and I can just come in and, and hang out." And we've had that. We've had a couple, like, we don't expect them to buy a drink. Right. right. Come in and just hang out and and BS with us. You know, we enjoy that, really. Get that camaraderie that they're missing back. That's right. Yeah. One of the most fun nights I had here, the whole tasting room countertop was full and it was all veterans, and a few first responders. That's awesome. And you can only imagine the trash talking that was going <laughs> on. It was like my face hurt driving home. It was awesome.
3: We, was, yeah. we
0: have good times here in the meetery for sure. Yeah, yeah. So. You got it. Good deal. I
3: mean, as far as support goes too, you guys are in a great spot like in Festus for mm-hmm. support as well. Like if anybody hasn't been here. So I've had four brothers meet I actually bought locally uh, to us. But I had I didn't know where you guys were located mm-hmm. because we came up a couple of weekends ago for that street fest yeah that happened um you know went down to Main and Mill and stuff like that we knew where that was at but I had no idea where you guys were located we just happened to park behind you I was like holy crap they're right there that's <laughs> awesome nice and so I was like I have to reach out to those guys and try to podcast with them we're glad you did yeah, absolutely like well, well, a light I did. shining
2: <laughs> yeah uh-huh. four brothers uh-huh. so <laughs> yeah it's good I have cleansed my palate. <laughs>
3: Oh, you're so ready and for this so coffee. Now, before
2: you get going, hold yeah. on. Hold that <laughs> thought. I want to tell you, when you handed me this, it, it did tricks on my mind. Because you said coffee. Mm-hmm. This looks absolutely nothing like coffee. So Correct. Have you smelled it yet? Not yet. I don't want to yet. Good I want, luck I, I, want, that, I want to hear what he says.
1: Uh, all I was going to say is I'm like you. So my blood type is uh, breakfast blend. Okay? <laughs> okay,
0: uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, you breakfast know.
1: blend positive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually A-positive. But yeah, you know, so... Uh, I love coffee. I love coffee beers, coffee whiskeys. If it has the word coffee in front of it, I'm going to try it. Mm -hmm. Same. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Unless it's like, anyway. But, uh, yeah. So, when I came up with this, I am going to claim this one. (laughs) It's not our best seller either. It's like a 50-50. You either like it or you don't. I've had, we've had coffee drinkers that don't like it. Really? We've had people that despise coffee and they love it. I mean, when I first thought of this one, I was like, man, I really Oh, dude, we got to try this. I kind of got a little bit of kickback, but I was like, look, what's one gallon? What's one gallon test batch? I was worried. I was worried. <laughs> and it, I was worried. it turned out, again, it's not our best seller, but it's, you know, it's it's some people's favorite. They're not
0: going to. For those that like you know, it, they love it. And, sure. uh, you know, we'll keep making it as a seasonal item for sure, because yeah. a, a lot of people love it. Um, but yeah, like Joe said, it's, I mean, you've got to like
3: coffee. Yeah. So what what's the process in making it? To add the coffee to it. Have you ever had cold brew?
1: Yeah. Cold brew coffee. Uh-huh, so sure. they just steep the grounds in uh, in water. Okay. That's what we do.
3: Really? We wow. We just, we That's
1: steep it. the grounds in our traditional, the number one Odin Taraffen. We steep the grounds in our traditional mead. Okay. Let it sit for a few days. It smells like coffee. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, already hooked. It's, <laughs> <straight> <laughs> and we've tried it with other coffee brands. Uh-huh. and uh, And honestly, like, this I think this one tastes the best. Uh, yeah. Got Your Six Coffee out of Springfield, Missouri. I'm sorry, what was uh, it again? It was Got
0: Your Six Coffee. Got nice. Your Six. Okay. Out of Springfield. Yeah, look nice. that up. Nice. Just so, like Summit Maple Farm with their maple. Got Your Six Coffee. I know they ship coast to coast as well. But Nice. Eric's an awesome guy. Yeah, they've got some freaking good coffee. Veteran. They're uh, a veteran old. owned, yep. Got yep. Your yep. Six. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's a, he's a, well, I mean, a coastie. Coast I'm not going to hold that against him. But <laughs> <Yeah>. he, Eric's <laughs> a yeah, good yeah. guy. He's a good guy. But uh Anyhow, um, and not to you know blow your mind anymore here, but the we are working on a new flavor <laughs> <What's> release. Do <that? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Oh, no. <laughs> I like a lot. So we are working on a new coffee blend. It's a maple bourbon coffee. Oh wow! And okay. it it has it's spike got your six. But it is a uh, it has a little bit of maple to it. It has a little bit of a bourbon element to it and very much coffee as well to it. So it's okay. and it's nice. fantastic.
2: I've got to admit, this is one where I want to take very small sips because I want to savor it. That's why <laughs> that's why earlier
1: in the show, I remember I mentioned I couldn't sit there and drink a whole bottle, maybe a glass or two, because, yeah, it's awesome. It's it's more of like, I guess, how you would drink a bourbon, really. Yeah. You just want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. And, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is something I and can the actually... the back end
3: of it is phenomenal. It is. Yeah. It's great.
2: The coffee
0: it's, is not when you're going to plow a bottle, but you're, you're going to have a glass and you're going to enjoy it. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah. I would imagine if you plow any bottles of meat. <laughs> 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 yeah. You're going to yeah. be out of commission for a minute? Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: This yeah. is fantastic. Guys, I want to be mindful of your time. I know you have an engagement coming up soon. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about what you, what you have coming up? I know it's a community thing. Is that something that you want to go ahead and endorse here?
0: Yeah. Um, So we have, um, gosh, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up. We always have
2: some kind of event
0: or or whatnot on the horizon that we're planning. Uh, In general, we have two big festivals a year right here at our Four Brothers Me location in Festus Main Street. We have one in late April, which is our uh, Siegerblatt Festival, which is that kind of beginning of spring, beginning of summer, I, I guess I should say. And then we have one in the fall, early October Which is our Mead on Main festival. Nice, oh, nice. We, uh, you know, typically the last couple festivals we've had probably close to three thousand people here for the one-day event. We have, uh, you know, nearly forty vendors, food trucks. We have live music, axe throwing, archery. Um, reenactors reenactors yeah. Storm we have
1: shields oh yeah belly
0: fire Sweet. dancers we got the whole thing it's, it's a good time people come dressed up is yeah. this all happening yeah. on the street right here in the right back lot even, back, even better patio even Jeez, better. Even i just picture back people back the field. Axes yeah.
3: back here oh like, yeah oh my well, we God. had that we
1: had the feel in the field behind this blue building right here we had the street closed down the city approved for us to do that gotcha uh we yeah. have uh guys forging all day yeah, we have forest so, fire
0: participants from the past seasons come in. and nice. we, have,
1: we have fire, barrel wow. fires going. Uh, so you can imagine, like, you get the smell of fire, the sounds of clinking metal, the taste of meat in your mouth. And the, one of our food vendors had big turkey legs. And you're big just like, legs, horns and you'd be surprised horns. if you show up in, in April. You come to it, follow us on Facebook, you know, Four Brothers Mead. And there, I'd say about half or over half actually dress up.
2: Oh yeah, and it's awesome. We actually <laughs> awesome. encourage
1: it. Dan dresses up. Yeah. I, uh, I don't because I just I run like a thousand miles a minute, uh-huh. and uh, you know everyone knows Dan. He does a lot of our, our you know Facebook commercials and everything. He's he's got that great face for it, and uh, I'm just running. So I don't you know I don't think about anything. I'm like oh fire it's, from it's a good time I was
3: here you know but. I feel you're, like yeah. you're required to have a beard to show up as true? <laughs> <laughs> it is not
2: Not required. <laughs> it, it, it is not required at all. It is I'm not preparing required. just like case. Yeah, yeah. Do not exclude people. <laughs> if you don't have a beard, you're fine. Come down, drink some yeah. meat. If you're
0: into if you're into Ren fairs, <laughs> if you're into Viking, <laughs> if, uh, you know, yeah, the festivals are for you. You're gonna have a great time. It's kid friendly. We have we have a we have a good time. So
2: it sounds fantastic. I can't just be. imagine I'm gonna go on a conquest after I get done though with oh, all that yeah. atmosphere. You know, the ambiance just sounds we very go through
1: the night too. It's an I want to thing. say the coolest yeah. thing, and I'm going to give a shout-out here to all of our Mead Club members and all of our, our regulars that come in. For the event size that we have, I we, I think there's only been – well, I, I never had to break up any fights. No. I think one year someone threw up, cleaned that up, had their buddies drive mm-hmm. them home. Uh, it is actually – it's and we've had a lot of compliments on that. It's super calm. Everyone's really polite to each other. It is the craziest thing that you would you wouldn't think with this many people and alcohol involved yeah, right. that it would be as calm and yep. and like entertaining and, and as fun as it is. But it's just it's absolutely amazing. Right. It's an experience that I've never had in large groups like that. It's a testament to the way we run our business and how we handle ourselves. Fantastic.
3: And so, it kind of like a testament to the type of alcohol too. Isn't that kind yeah. of yeah how it works also? I'd say so.
1: Yeah, we're not mm-hmm. trying to bring people here to get, you know, just bingey and stabby and rude. <laughs> you know,
3: yeah. a, I don't know. You <laughs> got like swords on the wall? We do. We yeah.
1: do. A lot of bones. Well, yeah. we, we, we've got, got
0: bones.
3: a lot of bone.
1: We, Hell, we've got a vertebrae right back over here. <laughs> that's right. from the yeah. That's the guy I had to kick out. You no, know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> it's yeah. deer. It's a deer vertebrae.
0: <laughs> we, we, so, stepping back, we've got a lot of neat stuff throughout the year we've go- we've got going on. We have more stuff on the horizon plan too. Um, you can... Follow us on social media is where we post all of our uh, latest information. It typically hits there first, Facebook, Instagram, at Four Brothers Mead. Um, of course, the website, we have a uh, events calendar. We try to keep up to date the best we can. Um, Which is fourbrothersmead.com. Correct, fourbrothersmead.com, spelled mm-hmm. out, F-O-U-R. So um, actually, this is late-breaking news. I don't know if anybody knows outside of this room right now, but we got an invitation Four Brothers Mead got an invitation from the Capitol Building in Washington D.C. To, Holy cow! To come out for a, a uh, very private event for a veteran-owned small business uh, roundtable discussion uh, with Congress and um, a couple other you know government entities. But um, so that's coming up pretty soon too. There are only 15 other businesses in the entire country that have been invited out to this thing. That's crazy. And we were recommended. So
1: that uh, was just yesterday.
0: That was just yesterday. So this is absolutely breaking news. So we, uh, very soon we will be out in DC, the brothers will, and we'll be talking, uh, you know, to other members of Congress about, uh, you know, the meat industry and about, uh, you know, our product and, and in particularly uh, veterans support and how we can help other veteran owned small businesses. So that we're super thrilled about that. So you'll have to, We'll
2: have to get back in touch with you and follow up on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, I'm yeah. excited about that. Yeah. So, Guys, look, you have definitely exceeded my expectations. <laughs> not, not just your mead, just everything. Everything is just it's so good. <laughs> You're on a mission here. You have a purpose. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we love it. I mean, I'll, I'll eat that up all day. Yeah. So Thanks, uh, appreciate you guys once again for having us. Uh, we'll let you get to your next engagement. But uh, anything else that you haven't mentioned, um, how to get a hold of you, how to be a Mead Club member, is that right, Mead Club?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, how do you do that?
0: Well, first off, thanks again, guys. You know, we, we, we appreciate yeah. you thinking about us, having us on. No problem and, at all. Um, um, yeah. So the Mead Club, you can visit fourbrothersmead.com. We have a Mead Club link that'll give you more information and a link to sign up. Uh, you can always email us any questions you have at uh, contact at fourbrothersmead.com or just hit us up on the socials and we'll, uh, you know, someone will get back to you.
1: Usually. Yeah. Usually someone gets back right away. Uh, I know I used to be. I used to work midnights, and so people would send a message at one a.m., probably not expecting a response. And then, like three <laughs> minutes later, there I am, like, Whoa, that, what? that would scare the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? This is why
2: I emailed at one o'clock, so I didn't have to actually talk. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, <laughs> but no, like I, you know, I'm up at four. Usually, finally in bed by ten. And so, if if I see something that I know I can answer, I, I respond right away. If if one of the other brothers sees it and they know they can answer, they respond. If not, we'll we'll talk to yeah. each other. Um, we got a lot uh, of passion and heart into it
0: and you know everyone any one of our patrons are, you know it, it's they're like family you know so that, that's what it is so it's we we will get back to anyone as soon as we can so um, yeah absolutely.
1: as soon as we can with that keep in mind yeah we do all we do have full time jobs outside of this <laughs> that's right that's we all right. have little kids I have an almost four year old and an almost one and a half year old and it's I don't know how you all find chaos. the time
2: I have no idea how you find the time <laughs> It's like, I work full time. I have two kids and I don't have time to run a meat business. Just done. Ooh, I, so. uh, I don't know. I don't know how I find the day either. I don't,
1: know either. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. We just, it's like, we have to stay busy and have to be doing something. Right. I'll get yelled at at the house. Uh, my wife, she's like, well, can you just sit down and not do something? Like just stay here for five minutes and watch this show. I'm like, Okay, and I look outside the window. She goes, "Stop! You're not going to go cut the lawn." you I'm like,
0: "Well, what? <laughs> you
2: know, so like forty five seconds in, you're looking at your watch. Yeah, uh, I don't do know. Something. I just can't. I can't sit still. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, appreciate you guys. Appreciate your service and all that you thank do yes, thank uh, you very for the country, for the community. Uh, keep it up, man. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Very, very nice to meet you. Nice. Yeah, you Absolutely, too.
0: guys. Thank really you. Best of luck on your uh, adventures here, and uh, maybe we'll link up again down
2: the road here.
3: so. Hope so. Yeah. Hope so. Yeah.
0: Good deal, guys. Thank you.
2: Thanks again to all of the guys and gals at Four Brothers Mead, and thank you, CEP listener. Remember that word of mouth feels like a warm glass of Yggdrasil sap for us, so don't forget to tell your friends and fam about the great variety that you hear right here on the CEP. Subscribe to our show, and be sure to visit the new and improved launching pad for all things Cerebral at thecepodcast.com. And of course, if you need to contact us, you can do that at Cerebral at thecepodcast.com. Pick up all of your official CEP network merge at buyjack.com slash CEP. That's B-Y-J-A-C-K dot com slash CEP. And that's all I've got, folks. So until next time, be sure to keep those big, beautiful brains of yours nice and warm out there. See ya.